Hi, I'm Monica Sancio, Vegan Fit. Happy Meatless Monday. Awesome Monday motivation. Whatever you're doing, engage. Do it to your best ability, enthusiasm, capacity, and just be your potential. And that's what I practice. And it's not easy, I'm telling you. If it were easy, anybody or everybody would do it, right? And that goes for anything in life. So if you're striving and if you're struggling and if you're just, you know, being challenged by life, business, things that happen, you know, you're not alone. Just know that you've never uh, had more opportunities to find solutions than now. We are so lucky that we have all these things that sometimes we take for granted. And one of the best things for me is to find solutions online. It's like if I have a problem, I'm always like, okay, let's fix it. Let's find somebody who knows more about this than I do. And I always find so much wisdom online. I always find mentors. And sometimes I mention them to you, sometimes I don't. But most of the time, I'm just really grateful because there's always somebody who's going to be better than you in whatever area. And I find it fascinating to know that we can access people's brains. It's like we're uh, learning from entrepreneurs. We're learning from teachers. We're learning from therapists. We're learning from um, uh, experts in their field, whether it's sports, arts, uh, academics, whatever you may be interested in. And, you know, even ve being vegan is so interesting to me. And I find some nutritionists are digging deep into what is really a benefit of being vegan and I find it fascinating <laughs> did I say that already <laughs> well the point is that yes I'm really excited and I'm also like a little tired sometimes because I can't believe that people just give up I can't believe that some people just go on with their old habits no matter how bad they are for them and just don't work on getting better and for me that's kind of frustrating and I find it er you know and at the same time I tell myself okay what are you doing trying to help that person who doesn't want to be helped Socrates said something let me read it here on one of my books I was reviewing it it's uh, on healing and yes I'm going to give you three ideas for a great vegan dinner okay hang on <laughs> so towards the end you will have those three great ideas to have a plant-based dinner Uh, if you haven't eaten today or just make it a Tuesday that's also plant-based or vegan and little by little, you know, you get used to it. But yeah, many times people don't have any idea. And when I used to be consulting people one-on-one, -on -one, I would give them ideas that were pertinent and uh, exclusive and adapted, geared towards their culture and their habits. So it's like if you like eating pasta, I'll give you more recipes and more ideas that you can... Um, Let's see, prepare with um, pasta as your foundation. Of course, I would also tell you how to optimize your pasta to make it more nutritious and high in fiber and all that. Okay, so I wanted to tell you about Socrates, okay, because I like to, to share with you, not just because it makes me feel good, but because I know that there's someone here listening that will get some benefit out of it. And that's the idea. If you found value on this, please do share it with your friends. You know, this link may be valuable to somebody you know, if not completely to you. And you might have everything down, but I don't know anyone in this planet who's perfect. I don't know anyone who has it all figured out. And I know a lot of successful people. <laughs> 
So yeah, here it is. Uh, Socrates, what did he say? Something like, you know, if the person doesn't want to know what's wrong with them and doesn't want to get to the origins, why are you going to be even working with them? And that's one of my frustrations. I do admit I am confessing to you that I do have that challenge that sometimes I just want to help people around my, uh, let's see, let's call it an environment, okay? Sometimes it's over the phone, sometimes it's in person, sometimes it's people that I really love and care about, but if they're not willing to step out of their comfort zones, in quote, or their familiar zones, or their miserable zones, because sometimes they are not feeling that great at all, but you know, if they're kind of content there or not feeling bad enough to want to change, then there's nothing I can do. Not as a coach, not as a friend, not as a nothing, <laughs> not as a professional or a consultant. Okay, uh, Voltaire. Oh, you see, I found something different. I found this in Spanish. Usually I translate from English to Spanish. In this case, it's a book that I really love. I recommend it. It's called Talking to My Body or With My Body, Hablando con Mi Cuerpo by Gabriel Rohr. Yeah, isn't it great that I'm recommending this book? I find it really, really well written and complete, and I would say it complements Louise Hay's work on healing your body and your life. I do agree that disease is dis-ease, and it has to do with our mindset and what we have been doing to our bodies. And wow, there's so much that I could talk to you about. I just feel very... and very motivated this week to help as many people as I can, but they have to be willing to help themselves, you see? Unless we're talking about poor people that just need dinner tonight because they don't have any, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm also into that and I'm very, very inspired to grow my business in order to be able to help more people, not just give some foundations uh, that's cool and all that. The tithing is very, very important, but I just want to make greater contributions. Yes, in money. Yes, in food. And and uh, ideas, of course, because once the person is fed, now you've got to get going and you've got to get the person maybe out of jail or some situation that was out of um, abuse, who knows, so that person has to get back on their feet. And since I know what it is to get out of rock bottom, even though I haven't been in those horrible rock bottoms of not having anything you know I've been very lucky very blessed and very fortunate and Thanksgiving is coming up and I'm just full of ideas of Thanksgiving because you know if I think of five things to be thankful for I usually make it 500 I'm more and more grateful thankfully yeah you see I'm even grateful for being grateful because it's never too late to learn to appreciate your life okay and yes I am all about fitness and health and why am I talking about this because it's absolutely related because you can't be really healthy in your body if you're not also taking care of your mind and being in the best place possible for yourself for your family for your whoever I mean for your colleagues for the contribution you're making and I'm looking in this book because I'm pretty sure that this is where I found that quote uh, but this is a good one by Voltaire. It says, I have decided to do what I love or what I like because it's really good for my health. Okay, that was my spontaneous translation. It says, strictly speaking, he decidido hacer lo que me gusta porque es bueno para la salud. I decided to do what I like because it is good for the health. Voltaire. All right. So here we go. And let me find the other one. Oh, here it is by Socrates. Socrates in Spanish. Si alguien busca la salud, if somebody is looking for health, pregúntale si está dispuesto a evitar la causa de la enfermedad. Ask him if he's ready to avoid the causes of the disease. 
En caso contrario, abstente de ayudarlo. On the contrary, abstain from helping him or her. Socrates. Okay, so you got it. I'm going to read it again. And that's going to sink in not only for you, but also for me. It's like, if somebody is looking for help, ask him or her if he or she is actually uh, um, ready to avoid the causes of the disease. In contrary, or case, in the, uh, au contraire, please abstain from helping him or her. You see? There you go. That's the idea. And, you know... That's that's the point. So that's a message for me from the universe to stop trying to help whoever doesn't want to be helped. Okay, that's one of those things that we have to learn. We all do. Sometimes it's the, it's the thing of the ego. It's like, you know, I feel good when I help people and I can't believe other people are not willing to help themselves. And I'm like, I can't believe that person. That I, you know, but that's a lack of... I would say, uh, reminders to just not help those people. They're not ready. And that's okay. If somebody's not ready to change, then forget it. Don't waste your time with them. And that's what I tell myself as a professional and, of course, as a friend also. And, you know, that's it. That's it. That's it for now. What I'm telling you is that I am a work in progress. And that's just an example of what happens when... You know, sometimes our mindset is not in the right place. And I am learning little by little to start just letting go of what I cannot, um, let's say, change, whether in myself or in other people. Okay, you know that serenity prayer that's so good. It's like, have the courage to change what you can change, the serenity to accept what you can't, and the wisdom to know the difference. And that's a really good one for today. And yes, I'm going to give you the three ideas for your vegan dinner. Number one, soups, 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 soups. Oh my God, I've made all sorts of soups in my life. Thankfully, because I had a... A different family on each side okay like my father's family was all European so the food was always French and Italian and we'd have all sorts of of soups that were like you know uh, different so different from the Creole or the Venezuelan type food and so I had you know an array of variety and I tasted all sorts of foods and I learned how to make practically all the soups and then you know I studied with chefs I had the opportunity to interview them for so many years when I was in Meridiano TV in a program called Clase Movimiento, okay? And so I learned from these awesome chefs too. And, you know, no matter who you learn from, there's always the information. Like I say, you know, you can go on Google and you can find just, you know, the top recipes for whatever you want. It's just like there's no excuse not to find it. But I don't want to give you a recipe. I just want to tell you that you can make all sorts of soups, okay? And all you need is to open your fridge, your pantry, and open your freezer and see what you have. Most of us have pumpkin, and pumpkin soup is one of the easiest to prepare, okay? This, um, I was thinking of minestrone. <laughs> yeah, and that has some pumpkin, yes, and it has some beans, and I like the variety, and sometimes we have zucchini in it, and tomato, and it's very, very typical. And there's some foods uh, that are comfort foods, like a soup with barley is one of the favorites of the family, and that was one of my dad's favorites also. So, you know, I could go on and on and tell you all the varieties, but the point is, let's use what we've got, and 
you know, usually pumpkin is very cheap, especially now around Halloween is coming and so is Thanksgiving. So, you know, a pumpkin soup is easy to make. And I would say, you know, start with having the pumpkin already uh, fresh, preferably cut it up. I like to freeze it when I have too much because I like to buy the big pumpkins. And so it's also very easy to prepare a pumpkin soup once you have it all cut up without any peel. And uh, what else do you want to add? Well, I used to add butter and milk <laughs> and all the things that are not vegan, but lately I've made it with so delicious flavorings like onion. So, you know, some olive oil, some cut up onion, and, you know, you could add the pumpkin and, you know, let it simmer and you know just sit there and then some nice uh, himalayan salt and pepper and then you could add whatever you like you know maybe some garlic would make it great one of the things that i like to do with garlic is to do what the chefs do in which you actually roast the garlic and so you you'll always have roasted garlic in your fridge and you can just use it and and put it on anything it just gives it a very very sophisticated taste and of course it's super good for you especially if you don't overcook neither the garlic nor the onion nor whatever you decided to add to it and one of the combinations that i love to do or to make is the pumpkin with some carrot it's it's you know it's like adding sweetener to it it just tastes really good and the sweetener and the salt all combined and i love to add chili to most of my soups so it it brings it like a spicy exciting flavor you might like that too so just try it try it on for a change and if you want to add more uh cream to it you know what works fantastically is coconut so you make coconut milk and you can make the milk a little bit more concentrated by adding more coconut you know it's like approximately one cup of coconut for three cups of water approximately and then you could add less water and just make it really creamy and wow even with the texture of the fiber of the coconut you're gonna have a really delicious pumpkin soup i'm just giving you ideas okay you guys go look for the best recipes online if you want and i must have i think i have a pumpkin soup recipe that i made a long time ago on youtube okay so you could even say pumpkin soup monica no wait a minute i think it was something like preparing a fast dinner but it was just giving you ideas in fact i had you know what i used at uh, which i also recommend for any kind of soup is that i had the broth you know at that time i don't remember was i vegan was that 2010 or 2011 i started like july 2011 so by now i'm more than seven years as a vegan and it was fascinating for me to make the change and it was so easy also because i was not eating meat at all so it was just a few things here and there no more fish you know fish is pretty good unless it's contaminated and there's so many pros and cons of everything and we go and say okay i'm not eating anything because even plants could have toxins and pesticides so it's like i'm not telling you to be so picky nor anal about it but definitely look for options and what i was going to say is that no matter uh, where you are on your veganism journey i do recommend that you use broth and the broth is, is, is easy to make. Like when you have celery at your house, it's fantastic. You know, a bunch of celery. I like to make it very French-oriented with carrots and celery and um, some other ingredients that just make it really, really good, you know? Uh, sometimes garlic makes the difference. 
and uh, mirepoix. I'm thinking of, ah oh, gosh, I'm remembering all that stuff. And I used to cook like every day. Lately, I haven't, I confess also, you see. Uh, you know, I have different um, progressions in my life and, and in my business and in my fitness too. So, you know, I also tell you, hey, I used to be an athlete and that doesn't mean that I'm not exercising but you know there's I'm not nowhere as trained as I was back then and back then as a practically my own chef you know I was cooking so much for so many people and I even sold food at the university so it's all in different uh, parts of my life but the point really is that you can take your broth and freeze it okay you can freeze the broth with the vegetables or you could actually mix them up and You know, put them in your Vitamix and, or blender or maybe you have a food processor. And so you have this uh, very interesting broth and you can you have the broth ready, frozen in your freezer. Yeah, of duh, frozen in what? <laughs> okay, well, the point is that you get those, even the broth cubes you, as ice cubes, you could have that. And you add the broth to the pumpkin and to whatever else you want to add to it. You know, you might like bell peppers as well. So whatever you do, be creative, have fun with it, be your own chef, and let's go on to the next idea. Okay, second idea is for you to eat salads. Woo, salads are just as, uh, I would say, creatively <laughs> expressed because, you know, anything goes in a salad. I used to promote a salad bar and I would be in the kitchen making all sorts of sauces and creams and seasonings and all kinds of dressings of all types, okay? And I just had so much fun with it, and I'm sure you can too. So also, look, what do you have? You have olive oil, you have some vinegar, balsamic vinegar, maybe you have some mustard or, or that Dijon. You know, make it tasty, make it fun with the dressings, but also, you know, let's put more colors into it because most people that I know of just have this plain old same old salad you know the lettuce that's almost white and the tomatoes that are red okay but still they're boring with a little bit of uh onion and yeah sometimes you go to restaurants and that's all they give you as a salad and i'm like oh come on let me talk to the chef let's be creative here come on let's shred some carrots how about some broccoli little flowers on it let's put some color and and make it fun you know how about some beat Woo, beat beat to the beat the beat of the beat and the yeah and just you know you have all the red the tomatoes yes and then some olives mm, i'm getting hungry now <laughs> and you know you could add uh, things like that i really love like artichoke hearts They make a difference. You could make uh, some eggplant and have it in the in the fridge. You could have some fermented, uh, let's say, sauerkraut and add to it. Or you could have just the cabbage without fermentation at that moment. I mean, just <laughs> play around with it and have you know preferably raw vegetables but also some some cooked ones if you have them already you know in my family it's really common to make uh, what you call ratatouille or ratatouille like the movie yeah that name ratatouille and you know it's usually usually just a eggplant and zucchini and some tomato and yes um some 
usually red bell peppers are used and it just tastes so good and sometimes we when we have that leftover we put it on the salad and then if you have some spinach go ahead and put it whether it's raw preferably raw but also some cooked spinach and kale and oh it just tastes so good and cooked chard also makes a difference so all that green and those uh, that rainbow of colors is going to make your food not only tasty different texture exciting but also so nutritious and delicious and just like ah okay <laughs> uh, what else can I tell you you can feel my excitement about the salads yes because salads don't have to be the, the ones that you knew from childhood or from the typical restaurants no uh, let's add more things to them and yes uh, let's see, what else can I tell you about salads? I can tell you so much, but basically, you know, have fresh veggies in your house. And if you could grow some herbs, you know, like I have some herbs that I grow, like cilantro. Cilantro is one of the best herbs ever. And I'm just thankful because I have wild cilantro. I didn't really have to grow it. In fact, I have some seeds and I planted them. I, I planted seeds for onion, for for beet, for carrots. You, you can tell what I like, right? I repeat these. A kale. And guess what? None of them grew, even though the seeds were pretty fresh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I am because it's like I can't believe they didn't grow. Maybe I have to try again. Maybe I have to sprout them. We're going to try again, of course. But what I'm saying is that sometimes we have to appreciate what grew naturally. And in my case, I had parchita, that passion fruit growing naturally in my yard and spreading like wildfire. And I had so much parchita. It's like, oh, how lucky I am. And I'm not a grower. So it's not like, oh, I can tell you about agriculture. Or I can tell you, oh, I'm so good at having my own garden. Not yet. That'll come maybe my the last years of my life maybe the next decade maybe within about a year I'll make more time for it but the point is that you can grow something at home and I know that that wild cilantro that's just organic and I know that there's no pesticides at all I know it makes a difference especially when it's just uh, picked you know when you when when I pick herbs I usually just put them right in my mouth especially if it's been raining and you know there's no risk of having anything that's not yummy on it you know what I mean because <laughs> I have dogs <laughs> so yeah wash them very well you could wash it with lemon also yeah lemon makes a difference not just the the vinegars lemon Ooh, the lemon zest and you can make these lemony dressings that make a difference in your in your salad it's like wow you could add different tastes and consistencies and make it really interesting and you know just have fun and uh, create all the salads that you can. And I, oh my gosh, I have a bunch of salads made with fruits also. I have made made them with pineapple, with mangoes. There's these exotic fruits that just add a zest to it. And parsley is really great too. Did I mention parsley? Uh, not yet, but yeah, now I am. <laughs> the point is that it's uh, really um, important to create a routine and I don't know who you are to tell you the truth but if you're like me you want to do other things besides being in the kitchen because I know what that's like I used to be in the kitchen all day when I wasn't sitting at my desk and that's okay because it worked and it was fun uh, at that moment but right now I'm doing other things so I need to be as practical as possible and just you know go in do the thing and out so as fast as possible I gotta make the salads and what works for me is to have the salads set up 
um, in containers. I had plastic containers. I know, I know. I'm supposed to go uh, uh, with glass. Okay, you see, I'm a work in progress. At least I'm starting to wear some vegan makeup. I'm proud of that, you see. But no, I'm not completely vegan when it comes to the plastic. I have to start buying and finding some of these um, containers that are, that are uh, yeah, glass. Okay, no excuses because I could use some glass plates, which I do most of the time. But then I put some plastic on it and that's not cool. So we have to find a way. You know, there's some glass um, containers and they have a rubber topping, like like a lid. And the rubber lid, uh, well, maybe it shouldn't be rubber, right? Maybe it should be like glass. Okay, somebody knows more about this than I do. So you just can, you can just Google it. It's like, what would be the best way to conserve food in a way that I am contributing to the environment, that I am contributing to the health of my family, that I am not by any chance adding toxins to any food at all. And then, you know, ask yourself what is important to you. And if you're like me, you want it to be natural, organic, and as as clean as possible okay let's let's go green let's go clean and talk about clean and green you know the third idea that i want to give you for your dinners when we're talking about being vegan is to eat beans 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 i love beans by now if you've been listening to me you know that i love them because beans are full of energy, like I am. Woo, most of the time I am, yes. Uh, I have my moments, as you can probably listen to me, because I'm going to share an episode in which I was like pushing myself out of that funk, out of that moment in which I wasn't feeling that great, you know, what you call feeling like crap or not having a great day, to say the least. It's like, oh my gosh, what a day. But you know, I'm having a much better day right now and most of my days are happy and cheerful. And the thing is that I cannot just thrive on salads. I can't. I mean, yeah, unless the salad has a bunch of other things. I would put beans in the salad, you see? But I love to just eat brown rice with typical beans or whatever you can find, whatever you have in your pantry. Like I said, you know, you may have a bunch of beans that haven't been opened. You know, don't wait to have animals in them unless you're going to, I don't know, maybe have that uh, for something else. And, you know, don't ever throw it away. Maybe it works for your compost. But the point is that most of the people that I know of have a bunch of beans that they're not using and that they could be eating every single day. And beans are so easy to prepare. For the most part, you just boil them until they get soft. And yes, you could boil them with the rice. You could boil them with vegetables. You could make so many varieties. You could look them up online. But the typical way of making beans be a yummy experience for you is I would do a saute I have a saute recipe online Um, if you go to my YouTube it says uh, stir fry I think it's like sauteed vegetables yeah you can look for sauteed vegetables Monica Sancio and I even keep the sauteed vegetables in a jar so that I have them ready for any other thing whether for the soup or the salad that I mentioned and in this case for the beans you just add your saute so you can make it just for that or be so practical that you always have the sauteed vegetables in your fridge and you can just add them for flavor and if you are that practical and you don't have any time then fantastic just uh, boil the beans and if they're like lentils or split peas you can do them so fast that it doesn't need more than I don't know half an hour approximately maybe less depending on on the variety or where you bought them if they're fresh you know the fresher they are the the faster the cooking is 
but certainly I love beans because they feed me. I feel like I'm getting what I'm getting. Nutritionally speaking, I'm talking about the macronutrients. I am getting the protein. I am getting the carbs. I am getting, in this case, not the fat, but I will add it with the avocado, of course, with the good fats of monounsaturated fats. So I would get all the macronutrients there. And oh, did I mention you can add the avocado to the salads? Oh my gosh, yes, it makes a difference. And absolutely, when it comes to the beans, I would, uh, let's see, add the fiber. Yes, because the fiber is not considered a macronutrient, but for me, this fiber is not just a prebiotic that is so important for the probiotics, okay, for you to have a great gut flora of 40 trillion good bacteria, then you absolutely have to watch your fiber intake. So make it not only just 35 grams, you know, it says 20 to 35 uh, as a requirement. I would go for 40 and 50 grams of fiber. So if you can eat everything with fiber, fantastic. The brown rice has fiber and all the beans are super high in fiber they have at least seven grams per hundred grams of the bean so you're getting all that greatness of insoluble fiber which is the one that helps you go to the bathroom and then you have the soluble fiber which helps you you know flow in your in your arteries it just um, makes your blood mm, more Mm, I would say, say more healthy, you know, it lowers cholesterol and of course it helps you uh, feel good in every single way. And you have uh, that that wonderful fiber, pectin, gums, mucilages. I had to say that, mucilagos, <laughs> I remember <laughs> from my thesis years. And I'm going to go visit the university soon. And it's going to be so interesting to talk to the new scientists and uh, the food technologists that I worked with. Hopefully I see somebody there. And the point is that, you know, I also have to remember how to say that because I never said it in English before. And now I'm just talking from the heart. And in this case about nutrition, it's just like, you know, we have that. And then when it comes to the insoluble fiber, the one that helps you go to the bathroom, we're talking about cellulose and hemicellulose, and all these fibers are really important to create that wonderful environment in your gut. And remember, your gut is like your second brain, and some people say it's your primary brain, and that's where the endorphins, that's where the, the, the whatchamacallit, <laughs> oh my god, uh, I'm thinking the hormones, the, um, oh wow, what happened to me? I'm, I'm going to have to go look, look it up. Uh, what am I saying? You know, the mood, mood, mood. Our mood enhancing system is right in our gut. Remember I read that to you from Harvard? Yeah. Hey, beautiful. Oh, my doggy is getting better all the time. I'll tell you more about it soon, okay? So here I am. Let me check something because, oh my gosh. Oh, you know when you have that, all of a sudden you forget something that is so embarrassing well i'm being embarrassed right now but uh gut brain gut brain gut brain connection remember so i'm checking that out i'm getting on google and looking for that gut brain connection and uh i'll read so okay let me see let me see here i am and can you hear that music that music is actually accelerated healing music i'm playing it for my doggy do you understand that everything is holistic? It's called, by the way, Dog Healing, Accelerated Healing, Deep Relaxation, and Sleep Aid with River Stream and Classical. And it's just beautiful, and I think it's working beautifully. Uh, did I say that sweetly, beautifully, kindly? <laughs> it's really work. 
Okay, um, the gut brain axis, yeah. Da 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 da. The gastrointestinal tract is sensitive to emotion, how it works. Uh, this is so interesting. Yeah, we have to avoid the inflammation, which is associated with brain disorders like depression and Alzheimer's. It affects mental health. So, you know, we definitely have to eat more fiber. Uh, oh, what baby? Uh, he's kind of calling me. But I wanted to tell you that, um, that what? What was I going to say? Oh, okay. So I was talking about fiber and then, and then I ended up talking about gut. Well, yeah, because, you know, the, the fiber helps you so much. And, you know, the soluble fiber helps to lower the cholesterol. The cholesterol that's really not that good for us, of course, the bad one. The, remember the LDL. And um, when it comes to um, to the gut, I was looking for something important and interesting. And I invite you to be super curious, okay? Because serotonin, that's what I was looking for, okay? Serotonin, yeah. So gut-brain connection, serotonin, yes, is an important brain neurotransmitter that is relevant to depression, migraine, and other neuropsychiatric illnesses. Estimated that 95% of serotonin is found in the GI tract, gastrointestinal tract. You see? Research about gut serotonin lags behind that in brain. And this is so interesting. That's in the, published in the American Journal of Gastroenterology. That was so many years ago. That was, what, 18 years ago? And it's still at the top of the search. Is, what, you need some help? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to go. And besides, I've been talking for about half an hour. I'm excited about nutrition. And it's something that I have to talk to you about more and more. And we can just, you know, go directly to certain... Oh, this is interesting. You have to pay to rent or buy the article. That's good. Okay. That's very interesting. And it has a bunch of... Uh, wow. Uh, all the possibilities, all the references. And so if I actually want to access the article, I have to look for it. But there's also ways in which we can find the article or, you know, the gut-brain connection that is so interesting. So now that we know that we have that serotonin in there, we got to make our, not only our cells, <laughs> we got to make our gut happy, 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 right? And talk about being happy. I want you to be joyful. Bring the joy to whatever you're doing. And, you know, make, make it about giving to others. And I assure you, you're going to feel so good about your life. No matter where you're at, no matter how bad you may feel about something or other, you know, if you're helping others, if you're giving to others like I am giving to you right now, I just feel great, you know? It just sparks me up, and I'm so glad that you're listening, and I thank you so much, and I remind you that when it comes to exercise, nutrition, and positive attitude, you've got to be consistent, listen to your body, remember what I just said about the gut-brain connection, and our intuition is right here in our gut, okay, so we do have to listen to our body, especially when it's telling us, okay, Monica, take care of yourself, Monica, you got to sleep, Monica, you may be tired, that kind of thing. Those are the signals that I'm listening to more and more as I progress, okay? Because I'm not perfect at this, obviously not. But I know that my body's telling you, okay, after you finish that uh, wonderful podcast, Monica, I want you to exercise and do some yoga tonight. And thank you, thank you, you're right, body. Thank you for sharing, you're right about that. 
and see some things we had to uh, actually listen to and some other ridiculous ideas in our mind are just not ours. We are not our mind, okay? We are above whatever is in our mind because sometimes it's not even ours. It's from our programming and it's a bunch of BS that we have been telling ourselves or somebody told us and is still lingering in there. So let's replace those negative thoughts with something positive and yes, let's listen to our own intuition, intuition, intuition. Okay, and be perseverant. Have I told you that before? Yes, we've got to get back on the game, in the game, all in. Okay, we've got to get back, okay, to not where we were, because that was the past, but, you know, it's like, okay, that didn't work out, big deal. Let's try something else, you know. Oh, I I failed at that. Okay, okay, that means you're doing something, because the only way not to fail is to do nothing, Okay, I was going to say a bad word, but then this would be censored. And I wanted to keep the lyrics clean for you. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thank you in advance for just going over to iTunes and giving me a great review. I would really appreciate that. I guess I'm super positive. I know, I know. But I mean, just feel free to leave an honest review. Thank you, thank you. Five stars. Yes, yes, yes. You see? (laughs) Okay, that's me being super positive, enthusiastic, and maybe a little bit persuasive, hopefully. Okay, thank you. Love and light. Kisses and hugs. Make it an awesome week. Thank you.